the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to His Life Revealed with Pastor Todd Granger of His Life Fellowship in San Antonio, Texas. We're so glad you've chosen to join us today. Our passion at His Life Ministry is to help believers know Him and show Him. So we keep it simple. It's just about Jesus. Our prayer for you today is that the Holy Spirit will make His truth plain to you so you can walk in freedom and enjoy the life of union that God designed you to live. And now, here's Pastor Todd. I want to do a quick overview, remembering that Paul is talking to believers who are in an overtly wicked society. Does that sound familiar? They're being drawn away, and everything around them is is a vacuum trying to suck them away from their union with God. Everything around them is overtly drawing them into the idea that their life is in this flesh, and that their identity is in the flesh. And you know what? We, we have the same situation. The temporal world is, is constantly a threat to us when we lose focus, isn't it? Even the things that should be wholesome and righteous become absolutely a threat to our spirituality or to our sense of, it, of, of our relationship with Him because we ground it in the temple. We ground it in what we see. We ground it in what we can lay our hands on. We say, this is who I am. This is who I am. This is, I am Todd Granger. I'm a preacher. This is who I am. I'm Todd Granger. I'm an insurance salesman. Or I don't know if there's much difference. I, there, this is who I am. I'm Todd Granger. I work at the grocery store. How about that one? But Paul says, no, this is who you are. And he starts the letter by establishing the context of their relationship with God the Father and all that he's given them. Ephesians 5.15, look carefully then how you walk, live purposefully and worthily and accurately, not as the unwise and witless, but as wise, sensible, and intelligent people. And some of your translations may say, therefore. Well, you ask yourself, what's the therefore, therefore? Well, it's a continuation of what Paul's teaching us as as far as how we are to walk. And he says we are to walk, look carefully is how the Amplified says it, when we walk. Well, how do you look? What, What enables you to look carefully? What does that mean? What enables us to look carefully? The light. That's how it connects with verse 13 and 14. It says in verse 13, But when anything is exposed and reproved by the light, it is made visible and clear, and where everything is visible and clear, there is light. We need light to be able to look carefully, and who is the light? Jesus. 
2 Corinthians 4, 6 says, For God who said, Let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts, so as to beam forth the light for the illumination of the knowledge of the majesty and glory of God, as it is manifest in the person and is revealed in the face of Jesus Christ the Messiah. We understand that in order to look carefully, in order to carefully and purposefully live, we need revelation, the revelation of Christ in us. We must make him the focus of our living. Now, we don't have to overanalyze this stuff. If your determined purpose in life is to know him, to be with him, to walk with him, to know him in intimacy, then you're probably walking in the light because that's the desire of your heart. So, when you read this verse, and I've read this verse many times, I've had it read to me, and, and I bet many of you, when you read that verse, read it like this. You, you read it like, I'm standing in the middle of a minefield, and I need wisdom to know where to step next. I need, I need revelation to know where to step next before I blow my foot off. And that comes out of living in fear and believing that the enemy has more power to destroy and deceive than God has to keep and protect. When he says, look carefully, he is not talking about being timid. He's not talking about you being fearful in your approach. He is our light. He is our shepherd. It says, look carefully how you live. And understand this, when he says, look carefully how you walk, it's in the present tense imperative. And what he's saying there is that look carefully how you walk continuously. And in the Bible, what they're saying is, look carefully how you live. See, it's a moment-by-moment process. It's not look carefully how you step one time. It's look carefully how you live, how you walk continuously. So if you keep it in that context, it begins to it begins to make sense. Otherwise, then you get otherwise you get this vision of you trying to discern every step, every single step. Uh oh, is God in this? Very careful. I'll blow my foot off. Is that the abundant life? Is that what He's called us to? To live in fear? Galatians five twenty five says, If we live by the Holy Spirit, let us walk by the Spirit. If by the Holy Spirit we have our life in God, let us go forward, walking in line, our conduct controlled by the Spirit. That's how we live. That's that's the truth of our life. It's like this. You say, let's say, I have Christ as my life. I have the Holy Spirit to guide me. Let's go forward. That's what the verse says. I have Christ as my life. I have the Spirit of God as my wisdom. Let's go forward. That's what that verse is telling you. And when he says walk carefully, what he is saying is walk in the light of who you are. Walk in the wisdom of God. Verse 15 says, not as unwise, but as wise. Now, here's the thing. We've got a a lot of misinformation about what wisdom is. The world has sought to redefine wisdom as intelligence or intellectual capacity. And then it allows the current society to define what intelligence is. Did you know that a little over a hundred years ago, a man who couldn't saddle a mule was an idiot? Is that intelligence? The Bible says that our wisdom is Jesus. 1 Corinthians 1.30 says, But it is from Him that you have your life in Christ Jesus, whom God made our wisdom from God, revealed to us knowledge of the divine plan of salvation previously hidden, 
manifesting itself as our righteousness, capital R, thus making us upright and putting us in right standing with God, capital G, obviously, and our consecration, capital C, making us pure and holy, and our redemption, capital R, providing our ransom from eternal penalty of sin. Well, what you have there is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. He is our life. He is our wisdom. He is all of it. He is God's divine plan for your life. Again, you have Christ as your life, and He is your wisdom. Look, Colossians chapter 2, verse 3. It says, In Him all the treasures of divine wisdom... Where is it? In Him. Comprehensive insight into the ways and the purposes of God and all the riches of spiritual knowledge and enlightenment are stored up and lie hidden. Okay, so where do I find all I need to know about walking in the will of God and living this life? In Him. 1 Corinthians 1.30 But it is from Him. Colossians 2.3 In Him. What the world calls wisdom, God calls stupidity. 1 Corinthians 3.19, he says, For this world's wisdom is foolishness, absurdity, and stupidity with God. For it is written, He lays hold of the wise in their own craftiness. The Bible says that a fool is anyone who seeks to exist apart from God, or function apart from God. Psalms 14.1 says, The empty-headed fool has said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable deeds. There is none that does good or right. So what does that tell me? That tells me that apart from the wisdom of God, I can't do good, I can't do right. And what, it, what the wisdom of God is God himself. Himself. Apart from Him, I can do what? Nothing. Even in the Psalms, it declares the truth of John 15. So clearly, this whole issue of having wisdom and knowing where to step is not about my intellect, is it? It's not about my ability to know, is it? It's not about my ability to choose the right paths or to avoid all the snares of the enemy, is it? It's about His wisdom. Rather, to walk in wisdom is to walk in total dependence upon the life of Christ in me, who will illumine my path, not so that I can see where I'm going, but so that I can manifest His life to the people around me. That's where the two come together. You see, wisdom is just another expression of Him. And you'll find that all of the characteristics of God can only be defined by God. Wisdom can only be defined by God. Love can only be defined by God. Light can only be defined by God. So how is it to be expressed through us? By God. It is only through God. It's not about Him giving me wisdom. It's about Him being my wisdom. It's not about Him giving me light. It's about Him being my light. It's not about Him giving me love. It's about Him being my love. Can you see what Paul is telling us? You don't produce these things in order to live a worthy and godly life. He is your life. 1 Corinthians 1.30 says, But it is from Him 
that you have your life in Christ Jesus, whom God made our wisdom, capital W, from God, revealed to us a knowledge of the divine plan of salvation previously hidden, manifesting itself as our righteousness, thus making us upright and putting us in right standing with God, and in our consecration, making us pure and holy, and our redemption, providing our ransom from eternal the eternal penalty of sin. You say you read that twice, Todd. I meant to. Because when we talk about walking in wisdom, and I listened to some sermons about walking in wisdom, and I guarantee you that every one of them had to do with how much of this you knew. How much do you know? Well, what about the guy that can't read? What's he going to do, stumble around out there? How about the blind guy? What's he supposed to do? Listen, I don't have a problem. We need to know the Word of God, but we need to know the capital W Word first. And then this just illumines him. Do you understand that? You want to walk in wisdom? Wisdom is described here, but it lives in here. Light is described here, but it lives in here. Love is described here, but it lives in here. And if I live like it's in here, I live in separation. And if I live in separation, I have no hope of making this real. I just know about Christianity. I don't live Christianity. There's a big difference. What is the divine plan? That Jesus be our wisdom, capital W, and that we live out of His life. That we become light and reflect the divine light of His light to the world. You see, Christ in us, in this world, is the only hope this world has to know wisdom and to see light. That's it. It's just, just what He can express through us is this world's hope for seeing it. Ephesians 5.8 For once you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. Lead the lives of those native born to the light. This is Galatians 2.20. That's what he's describing. I've been crucified with Christ. In Him I share His crucifixion. It is no longer I who live, but Christ the Messiah lives in me. And the life that I now live in the body, I live by faith. And in me He is wisdom. And in me He is light. And in me He is love. And in me He is all of those things. While I live in the body and I walk in the body, for me to live is Christ wisdom. For me to live is Christ light. For me to live is Christ Christ love. For me to live is Christ. It's Galatians 2.20. It's what he is talking about. We said that in these verses, Paul is bringing out the practical side of what it means to walk as a Christian. Well, it's impractical for us to walk any other way than out of his life. Look at verse 16. Making the very most, buying up each opportunity because the days are evil. There's also a sister verse in Colossians that says pretty much the same thing. Colossians 4, 5. Behave yourself wisely, living prudently and with discretion in your relations with those of the outside world, the non-Christians, making the very most of the time and seizing and buying up the opportunity. So, how many people have you led to the Lord this week? Well, are you making the most of your time? Every time you're out there, it's an opportunity for you to lead someone to Jesus. Well, that's the way I've heard it preached. And I understand their heart. How do we get there? Because this is how we read it. 
First, I look for opportunity. Assuming, of course, I know what that looks like. Okay? And then once I see what I think opportunity is, then I must make the most of it. And, of course, the most of it would be doing the most Christian thing I can think of. And what would that be? Evangelism. So that's got to be the meaning of the verse, right? That's how it's been interpreted over and over again. Listen, the life in you may very well evangelize. But the most of every opportunity, you need to understand that opportunity is not a special moment. We purchase this life moment by moment by His life. How does a branch produce fruit? By making the most of each moment. By resting and allowing the life of the vine to flow through it. That's how it makes the most of every opportunity. By resting in the flow of His life within it. The fruit is always produced at the right time. You see, that opportunity is a moment in your life. It is each moment that you draw breath. It's opportunity. Make the most of it by living out of His life. If you're trying to know the plan, you probably miss the planner. His plan is that you know Him through His fulfilling His sovereign will through your life. Moment by moment. Remember Ephesians 2.10? For we are God's own handiwork, His workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined and planned beforehand for us, taking paths which He prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which He prearranged and made ready for us to live at the right opportunity. Is that what it says? No. Moment by moment. Life. Live. He's talking about the heartbeat. He's talking about your existence. He's talking about your living. We were created for Him and for His plan. Taking the path that He chose for us before the earth was formed. Living the good life by making the most of this new life. Ephesians 5.17 Therefore, do not be vague and thoughtless and foolish, but understanding and firmly grasping what the will of the Lord is. Oh my goodness, has this one ever been abused? Well, before you make that decision, let me read this verse to you, brother. It says, don't be vague or thoughtless and foolish, but understanding firmly and grasping what the will of the Lord is. Well, how many of us will ever get off center in that one? Well, how do you define knowing what the will of the Lord is? It says, therefore. What's the therefore, therefore? If you want to walk in wisdom, that is, live out of the wisdom of the life of Christ in you. If you want to actually experience the reality of your union with Him as you live life and walk the paths He has prepared for you, if that's your desire then don't be vague and thoughtless in what you believe. But understand that it is His will for you to know Him and to be intimate with Him moment by moment. It's His will. It's His will that you know that you're loved. It's His will that you know that He is your wisdom. It's His will that you know that He is your light and your life. That is His will. Grasp it. Don't be vague. You know what being vague and thoughtless is? Well, I don't know. We're praying the Lord will show up today. Well, I don't know if Jesus is in it or not. 
Well, I don't know if, you know, you know, I don't know if God... Listen, grasping the truth of His life in you is, hey, I've got the Spirit of God in me. I've got a heart for Him. The desire of my heart is that His will be done. I am being guided by the Holy Spirit. Let's go forward! You want to know what the will of God is? Go forward! Go forward in truth. Go forward in love. Go forward in the understanding that He is your wisdom and He is your life. Just go forward. That is not being vague. That's not being thoughtless. But understanding and firmly grasping what the will of the Lord is. It is His will that you live out of this this love and union that He created for you. You have His life and this life is His will for you. Do you know that? This life is His will for you. You want to know what the will of the Lord is? Well, let's see. I bet I can tell you what the will of the Lord is for Sabra. You want to know what it is? She's living it right now. See her? That's the will of the Lord. I can guarantee you that if it weren't the will of the Lord, she probably wouldn't be here. But that's the will of the Lord. She is firmly grasping the truth that God is guiding her life. She has yielded herself unto Him. And she has come forward in obedience. Not so that she can enhance her relationship with God, but so that she can experience her relationship with God. And the will of the Lord is that you will know Him. The will of the Lord is that you know life is Him. 1 Corinthians 2.16 says, For who has known and understood the mind, the counsels and the purposes of the Lord, so as to guide and instruct him and give him knowledge? But we have the mind of Christ, the Messiah, and do hold, hold the thoughts and feelings and purposes of his heart. We have grasp of the will of God because he is our life. He is our life. His will is living and fulfilled by Him living through us. Acts 17.28 says this, For in Him, in Him, we live and move and have our being, as even some of your own poets have said, for we are His offspring. In Him we live. For me to live is Christ. Apart from Him, I can do nothing. What is the will of God? What is His will concerning your life? Can you do anything more than to yield it unto Him and say, Thy will be done? Are you trying to figure it all out so that you know the plan? What's a sheep supposed to know? How many planning meetings do sheep attend? Do they carry a PDA? Have you been to a PowerPoint that a sheep has presented? No. Why? Well, they got this crazy idea that the shepherd might know where he's going. The will of God is that we walk in dependence and yieldedness to Him, that He directs our path, that He will make His will known through us. As I sit down, I feel compelled to sit down next to a brother and tell him, listen, I just wanted you to know I'm praying for you. Do you know that God's will was for me to minister his life to that man? Now, how, how long did I know that? I didn't know that till I sat down. 
I participated in His will. His will is for me to live as He is life in me. We need to grasp the will of God to own the truth of why we are here. We need to determine to live out of this relationship. You, child of God, are His offspring. In Him we have life. In Him we have light. In Him we have wisdom. If you feel the need for wisdom, it is you needing to recognize that He is your wisdom. You know what? When somebody comes to me and says, Brother, would you pray that I have wisdom? You know what I'm going to pray? I'm going to pray that you recognize Jesus. Because He is wisdom. When somebody comes to me and says, You know, I don't know what to do. I'm going to pray that they recognize Jesus. Because He is the shepherd. And He always knows what to do. The frustration is is that we don't. And we think we should. And many people preach that we should. But the truth is that the position of the sheep is not to know, but to follow. The position of the branch is not to direct, but to rest in the life of the vine. The position of the Christian is not to produce, but to display the life that we have with Him. Isn't that cool? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your life and thank you, Lord Jesus, that you do it all. That we have you to be our wisdom, that we have you to be our love and our life. Father, I pray that you renew that truth in the very depths of our soul, that we recognize you as our life even now. Lord, that we no longer be able to distract ourselves with the things of this world, but that we would pull close to the very center of our being, the truth of our need to walk moment by moment in absolute dependence upon you and be yielded to the life within us that we may experience all that you've given us in Christ. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us today for His Life Revealed, the radio ministry of His Life Fellowship. We hope today's message has encouraged you to yield to His life in every situation, rest in His life moment by moment, and receive from His life all that you need to show Christ in this world. To get to know us better, visit us on the web at hislifefellowship.org or on Facebook at His Life Fellowship. And join us for worship services on Saturdays at 5 p.m. at 7015 Wurzbach Road. If this message has blessed you, you can help support this program with your gift to His Life Ministries, P.O. Box 781-529, San Antonio, Texas, 78278. And now, before we go, our prayer for you this coming week is that the image of the invisible God would be visible in you and that you would remember that wherever you go, whatever you do, the hope of glory is Christ in you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.